Well, good afternoon. This is once again Edgar Meeks uh, coming from this time, uh, not Taffin Beach, but from uh, my home for another episode of John Lawrence's uh, Legacy. The Legacy, another episode of the Legacy of the Late Great John Lawrence. And today I am going to play a... uh, interview that I had with uh, Reverend Herbert Daughtry from Brooklyn, New York. He and his daughter was there. Um, This was the day where I had uh, delivered the book, uh, Crying Loud and Sparing Not, which is a book about the uh, late, great evangelist John Lawrence and his ministry. And I dropped it off, and we, we were just talking, and I decided to record it. And so we're missing certain parts of it, so forgive me. If you are not getting it all, but I'm going to play it and from where we we started, and um, or I should say where we where I started uh, recording it, and um, I hope it blesses you, and I'm sure it, it sure did bless me. So it's a it's a rough copy. It's just just you know we just uh, uh, off the cuff talking about John Lawrence after me delivering his book to uh, to Reverend Daughtry. Okay. And uh, he was quite concerned because we didn't have but a few more. He said, my Lord, what are you going to do? And it's people Pacific Street. Yes, yes. Parlor Church. Yes, yes. Seeking about 50 people. Yes. And we moved in here and we maybe had Wow. In fact, I remember Mother Hayes, who was sitting at the piano 
one of the mothers of the church mm-hmm. was saying that when we walked in, she was, got frightened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, you know, just out of prison, and I'm walking a certain way, and jaw big. Yes. Big and bright. Yes, yeah, big so and bright. She, she didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so then when I told her, you know, who you were, with her. so he said, he said, man, yeah, you should take that. You know, it's your father's church. Encouraged me to make the decision, which I probably would have already made, but he was always there at the critical points in my life. He was, he was there. Yeah, he was. And, wow. Uh, so that revival, you got saved. You, you and you needed to. Re- uh, you got to tell me that story again. That's fresh. Yeah, we were little kids. Uh-huh. Could have been. I had to be under twelve. Uh huh. But the, but this one couldn't have been in 1969 because Tina and them were here then. So it right. had to be like. 1970-something, 80-somewhere. Right, we would have been in here already. And then we gotten people in, some mm-hmm. more people, yeah. Yeah, because it was more, Minister Edwards and them was here. They yeah. came in 1975 or something like that. Yeah, okay. So it had to be after. Yeah, okay. All right. And then, um, so it was, you know, all the kids, you know how you be in the back, with your candy. And yeah. And we could do that through everybody else preaching. But something about him was like, <laughs> we better don't wrinkle this rapper. He do heat, so what we know is we got serious. Because mm-hmm. before... We was, at, we was in church, yeah. the pastor's kids and the minister's kids. Yes, yes. And, you know, you was playing church, yeah, right, yeah. whatever. But then you was in the back doing whatever you was doing right. while the sermon was going on. Yes, yes. But when he started preaching, we said, uh-oh. Because he started saying, lady in this in this section over on this side, you got to pack a cigarettes in your bag. Come on and bring them up to the Lord. Bring them up to the Lord. Jesus Christ. So we were like, uh, he can tell what's going on. Wow, he wow. can read people. And then he would do you over here, you got a crook in your neck. Remember Peggy had that thing on her neck? Oh, yeah. You got a crook in your neck. The Lord said he's going to deliver you from that right now. Get up and come. Come on down. The Holy Ghost is calling. And came down. And the next thing we knew, her neck was here. So we knew there was something, some signs and wonders yeah. and miracles attached to John Lawrence, even at that young age. Wow. So then when he kept on coming, we got and went to church and we were paying attention a little more. We were wrapping the kid. Everybody had to take us downstairs, you know, in the middle of the service. Your mother got to take you downstairs at least once right. to wear you out because you wasn't acting right. Yes, 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 yes. None of that went on. None of that. None of that went on with John Lawrence. No. We literally were like engaged as wow. children. Wow. Right. And then it came, he kept talking about the Holy Ghost and people kept getting filled, but not the kids. We were still, mm-hmm. we were moving up, but we were still in the back row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. up a little road this time. <laughs> and by the time it came, one night he came up, he said, this is my last week. We said, uh-oh. Then when he got down to this is my last night, we all said, oh my God, John Lawrence, he finna leave and take the Holy Ghost with him. <laughs> We got to get it tonight, because if we don't get it tonight, and we cried out for the Lord that night. Is that about right? About ten of us, my sisters included. Wow. Tina, Tawana, Rosa, it was, it was about ten of us. Wow. And everybody got filled. Everybody. All of us. And it didn't take long. 
He, it, did, it wasn't no whole big hours and hours of tarry, 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 tarry. No, John Lama said, you're going to get it. You're going to get it now. Lay it down there. We kneeled down to the altar within 10 to 30 minutes. All of us were filled. My Lord. Right. Just like that. And it was like, okay, we got to hold. Change my life. Right. Change my life. So now I really just want to see if this person that's in my mind, yes. how I visioned him all of yeah. these years, yeah. is that... I want to see him. I want to see how he moves. Oh, I, I got to get that DVD to you. That, that accent, that experience with yeah. God. Yeah. All of that. All I'm concerned about is this man that, that had that, an experience. That quote is probably the most potent quote in this book. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, but mm. that one from you? Yeah. Mm. So I'm not concerned about all that. All mm. I'm concerned about is this man has experience with God. Yeah! <laughs> and his hand seems like yes, it's his so hand. big. Yes, yes, yes. You put that hand and he's like, oh, God, his hand is like... When you said that to me, I said, I can hear him saying that right now. Yes! Oh, such an indelible impression mm, mm, this mm, man has mm, left on my life. I would love for my son, who is now a minister. He's the sixth generation for us. You know what I used to do? I used to take a cassette of John Lawrence and I used to play at Times Square Church, David Wilkerson, oh. before he passed. I was there for about nine years. No, oh, maybe later. that's why it's true. Maybe about nine years. I was there for a while. And um, and I played drums. I was on the drums oh. every Sunday. Two, two Sunday, two services a Sunday, and they had Tuesday night service, and sometimes I was there Thursday. Mm. But anyway, um, I, one of the bass players, I used to bring a, a cassette of John Lawrence preaching. Mm. And he and I, between service, we'd go to my car, or we find a tape player, and actually it was in my car, and I would put it in and let him listen to it, and he would just, his tears would be coming out of his eyes. Mm -hmm. And John was gone by this time, because this was 87, 88, 89, to the mid-90s. And I said, man, if John Lawrence could come here, he said, oh, man, it would be awesome. Because David Wilkinson had a lot of fire when he yeah. preached, but he wasn't John Lawrence. Uh, and, he, and he had a great ministry. Um, but I said, boy, can you imagine this guy came here? He said, and so all I had was his cassettes. And so all I have, in addition to the cassettes now, is this book of John Lawrence. And I want to honor that man, his, his, his ministry. Time is due. His oh, time. oh. I, I, I got this. Other things God has in my mind, and I believe it's going to come to pass. And I'll, you too will be the first to know. Amen. It's going to be something really powerful. Hello. Good. I believe with you. I would, I would love. My son is a minister and he's prophetic. Is that right? Accurately so. And, well. Um, and, and I would just love him. Because my father talks about John Lawrence. Yeah. We, yeah. we know. You. He knows who John Lawrence yeah. is. Yeah. But yeah. never really heard him. Ne so this is going to be for the next generation to come up. Well, it's going to make quite an impression on them and, and give them somewhere to aim for. Right. Well, you know, I'm going to really get right down to business and make sure I can get uh, his sermons on, on, on the website. Now, they, my, my publisher, uh, they're, they're going to create a website for me. Oh, good. And if you go to, um, they got a little, what they call a, a video trailer of the book. It's on, it's on YouTube. You just what put in, you, you put in Crying Loud and Sparing Not, it and, it and it comes up. It's a little, like a short little video trailer. Uh, but um, they're going to they're gonna create, I'm waiting for them to finish um, uh, having the book on ebook access to all of the outlets like uh, I, uh, Barnes & Noble. Uh, Amazon. It's already on Amazon as a book, but not as an ebook gotcha. where you can read it on your device or any, any device. Um, all, of, all those formats, that's what's happening right now. I'm waiting for that. 
I want that to be available. So when I start doing book signings and, and promoting it, and I don't like, I don't, I'm bad about self-promoting. I never self-promoted myself as a musician, but for him, I'm, yeah, I'm going to promote him. Yeah. Yeah, so, and oh, this is God. This is the work oh. of the Lord. I've been bringing at our house with all the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lord Jesus. <laughs> See, we, there's four of us. Oh, okay. And then, of course, he had. Yeah, seven. Yeah. <laughs> a whole slew. Yes. So they come to our house. Oh, boy. Is that right? I, just, I remember. You remember? I remember. Yeah, you so I remember. Boy. I'm so glad you did this. I'm so glad you did this. I was. You know, his life, ordinarily, he would not be known accepted in our circle. Yes. Right. But Brown, he gets a wider uh, audience. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be as wide as I can. Where I'm telling you, Reverend Daughtry. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm going to promote it. I'm going this. Yeah. I got I got this, this burden in my heart for John. And um, this is just the beginning. You know what, Try? Um, what about... Um, the positive people, positive people to do a, a, a magazine part. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Do like a writer. Yeah. Because, uh, um, I could talk with them. This is a friend of ours who does this. It's pretty widely distributed, but it might be nice to have an article yeah. as mm. an author, something, you know, writing a book on John Lawrence and mm -hmm. being able to set out what's in the book and how you went about the process. It might be a good idea. I, I can get in contact with him. Yeah, please. Yeah, I will. I'll do it today. Sure. Reverend, should I leave my number in there? Yes, please. I'll leave all important information right here. Oh, Thank you. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to put it back here. Okay, and I'll, what that, a good memory. Yeah. Matter of fact, he prayed us. Remember the time mommy was pregnant? Yeah. And, and, and uh, Ooh, she said, she tells a story. Was it me or Danny? It was... Uh, it was Danny. I, I think, think it was Danny. Was already, yeah. Um, and she was just tired. She done had to read already. He just, he just got to keep trying because he trying to get a boy. So now we on the fourth time around. Okay. And this lady said she said she just was just done and tired. We still little. We are all two years apart. Oh, okay. So it was okay. like stair step children. And she says that um, he came into church, and she's like, just I guess she must have had a look of. I'm done. He said, oh, you, 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 you all right? Yeah, I'm okay, but I'm ready to have this baby. You ready to have this baby? Yeah, okay, go and pack your bags. Go get yourself together. Am I telling it right? Go get yourself washed up. Go get your bags. Go get everything together. Put it by the door. Okay, you ready now? She got all her stuff together. Put it by the door. He said, she said, yes, I'm ready now. He said, okay, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> let the baby come. Let it come fast. Let it, you got to hear my mother tell me. Let it come fast. Let it come quick. Let it be no complications. Let it be tonight. In Jesus' name. Laid hands on her, the belly. My brother was born. Is that, that night. right? <laughs> they bags by the door. She picked up. Wait a little while. Pick up her bag. Went to the hospital and had the baby. Oh, my uh, goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah. <laughs> I think she said it might have been an easy birth. She was an easy, Danny was an easy birth. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Man. He said, you ready to go now? <laughs> she said, she was looking like, yeah, yeah I'm ready to go now. I'm ready to go. <laughs> what you go? He said, get your bags. And laid hands. Is that right? Two-week revival. I don't know if I told that story. No, no, that's Two not. Two-week revival in Trenton State Prison. Mm. Yeah. Right him down. Got the chaplain there to do this revival. I think it was the first one and only one. Wow. <laughs> so John came down and, and ran wow. through the Bible. 
And one of his sermons, I don't know if you got that one, but this, the one that I remember, that everybody remember, was the God of Another Chance. Mm. Amen. Uh, I to tell you, I don't want to talk about the God of a first chance. And I'm not going to tell you about the God of a second chance. Mm. But I'm going to talk to you tonight about the God of Another Chance. Because mm. you didn't use up all of them chances. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you got another Woo! chance. That's what he said. You're going to use up all the other. Y'all are day in the jail. Yeah. He came to the jail for two weeks. Two weeks revival. My Lord. That's all we talked about, man. Every time we see the guy, you got another chance. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Did people get saved and stuff? Oh, yeah. They were coming down up here to the altar. You know, you got to be saved. You got to give the Lord your heart. And it's a great revival. People came forward wow. and it built on the work that I was already doing. Yes. You know, uh, witnessing, yes. setting up classes and wow. all that stuff, you know. Wow. I, uh, I, John, two weeks in Trenton. Two weeks in Trenton, New Jersey State Prison. A God of another chance. That was surely good news. And that sermon I've been preaching uh, ever since. And that would have been about 1955. Yeah, about 1950, mm-hmm. see, I'm in 53, about 1954. Mm. And every time I get a chance, I preach the God of another chance. You Is that right? got another chance. We ain't wow. talking about yeah. no second, third, fourth, fifth, You used up all Them <laughs> <laughs> ones is gone. Uh, and you know, he was be, he'd be very serious, but it's so funny. But it'd be funny, funny with that. Yeah, yeah you know. Did they laugh when he said that? Yeah. We walk through the yard, man. You got another chance. Wow. You know, God, God, God is the God of another chance. Wow. And then in the sermon, he used the um, the woman taken uh, in in adultery. Yes. Yes. And uh, you know when Jesus writes on the ground and and uh, and then dropped the rocks and and Jesus said if you haven't sinned you know go and sin no more everybody yeah. disappeared so he was saying mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who got rocks in their hands mm. and ready to throw at you mm. but uh, but God's gonna give you another chance mm. you got another chance today mm. wow that got power right I felt that Ooh, right I felt it too. Yes. Wow. that got power right there you wow Jesus looked up and said, well, uh, where's everybody? Yeah. He said, everybody's gone. And mm. Jesse Jackson, years later, it's 1984, he always thought. And, and uh, Jesse Jackson was running in New Hampshire, run up in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and campaigned all day. Yes. And at that time, uh, Jesse was wrestling with this Hymetown question. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. he said in I remember that. Yeah, that was that. So finally, this day, he said he was going fess up. Yes. Confess that. Yeah, he said it, and he's sorry and whatever. So we met in the synagogue in Manchester, uh, New Hampshire, after camping on. And then that night, uh, we we went and and he's writing in at the desk, and you know, essentially all the white. Uh, Staff people were saying, "Man, do this. This is a great thing to do." Yes. So black staff was saying, "Don't do it. Don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
So he might do that. So finally he looked up, you know, and he said, listen, I feel that this is the thing to do. So he rose, I said, all right, man, I'm, you know, you know, I'm with you whichever way you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did you call certain people? Yes. You know, one was Farrakhan. He said, no, 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 would you do that for me? So he went out into the synagogue. And, I mean, at first, you know, we heard a moment of the blues, blues and whatever. But by the time he was finished, he couldn't hear nothing but applause. People exactly. on their feet. And even a rabbi was all over, brought his family one autograph. So man, we left the synagogue in New Hampshire, and he was excited. He finally got this thing behind him, and he said, come on, ride up with me uh, to, uh, we're going to Berlin, the tip of New Hampshire, because we're going to campaign all the way back down to New Hampshire. Yes. This was before Super Tuesday. Yes. The, the strategy was, if we, if we make an impact in New Hampshire and get some white folks Yes. With us, yes. the black folks gonna follow. Him. Yeah, but we do the super Tuesday through the south. Yes. So he said, "Come on, ride up there with me." So riding with the, with the candidate, you know, I mean that we only one person, you and the candidate, and the two secret services and the wagons in the back and the whatever. So we rode up and it's, uh, to the New Hampshire. And that morning he was up early, ready to face the world. So the first the press was with us teaming and so that morning we came out and the first thing they said well Jesse are you ready to uh, resign now that you apologize or are you ready to quit and it shook him mm. uh, you know because he wasn't expecting it right. and the press hounded him all about noontime and uh, so finally I said, I said listen listen bro they beating us up mm. you know they got us on the defense you mm-hmm. gotta take the offense. There's two things. Number one, what you should do is put them on the defense is that they ought to have a sense of greater responsibility rather than raise one issue. All they talk about is high mentality and you don't right. like Jews right. dug up some other stuff. And yeah, yeah. I said they, the media, they, all this stuff is going on in the world. They focus on that. You know, In fact, the black reporter had told me, man, I got to do this. He was sent to the you know, they sent him to ask this question. He said, I got to ask this question. Yeah. So I said, okay, that's put me. I said, the other thing, I remember the woman who was caught in adultery, <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, and then Jesus would say, all right, you without sin, cast the first stone. Right. I said, well, why don't we do that, man? Why don't we do that? <laughs> John Lawrence on Game Boy. John Lawrence, that's right. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. Oh so my goodness. Why don't you use that, um, that they want to call it and ask them from now on, ask them, well, then y'all ever made a mistake? Anybody here ever made a mistake, you know? And so as he would use that uh, along the way, then they became defensive. And just, mm. you know, as he would say, he Jackson, he Jesse rised it. You know, that <laughs> yes. he said when a woman, when Jesus asked if any of you have treated, never done any wrong thing in your, your life, you know, you cast the first stone, mm. and Jesse would say, you, you know, you could hear the stones dropping mm-hmm. in the back as the people began to tip away mm-hmm. and left the woman there alone. So after that, so mm. as we rode along, uh, Ted Corporal, Ted Ted called just said, well, I'd like to be on tonight, you want to be on tonight? So he was in no 
that wide walk take his place. Yeah. But then Ted called back and said, hey, listen, Jesse, how are you going to blow it out, Mama? I'm going to beat you up for half an hour, and then you got another half an hour to tell your story. So that's the way he put it. That's the way he did it. Wow. Yeah, Isn't that something? Wow. Yeah, I'm going to beat wow. you up. I'm going to get on your case for half an hour. Wow. And the next half an hour, you you can, you know, stretch out, whatever. Yeah. So wow. after he called back, we said, all right, let's 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 do it. And uh, so I'm riding all the way <laughs> to the studio, uh, which was, uh, I forgot, like back to Manchester, I think it was, that you were going to be in the ABC. So riding in the car, uh, just uh, the two of us in the Secret Service driving. So I said, listen, nigga, wake up. You got to wake up, man. Said, what are you doing calling Jaime Town? You are a Jew and hater. That's why you, you ain't going to get no way with you, hater. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. So for we go the rest of the way. See, you Jew hater. You know you don't like Jews. That's why you call a whole You never like Jews. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Jesse? And even though his head would be bobbing and we're like, wake up, wake up, wake up, Negro, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> oh, Lord. So we got to our destination. And to the eternal credit of Mayor Barry. Okay. To the eternal credit of Mayor Barry. Barry. Washington. He met us at the he was standing there waiting for Jesse when we got out of the car. And he was one of the earliest supporters. And we went into the studio. Which mayor was this? Barry. 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 Oh, Washington DC. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he and Jesse was blacking on each other from the civil rights days. Mm -hmm. He was the one of the earliest supporters. Yes, yes. So we went up to the uh, to the um, studio with that they had set up. Mm -hmm. And they and he thought Ted began to question and Mary Barry was on one side, I was on the other. And then and every break, you know, Mary would say, Man, listen, Jesse, what you, you gotta stay on point. He's moving you off your point. Yes. You gotta stay on your point. Yes. Stay clear, stay focused. Yes. Just, just stay on your point. Yes. And then every, you know, back and forth. Mary and Barry was there on one side, I was on the other. Hmm. So finally we got through that that night. It's the only time, uh, you know, when he went to the rooms, it was the only time he came in there that, that, I guess it was about early morning, and he said, listen, I just want to tell you, man, thank you for getting me through mm -hmm. that time, because my head was all over the place. I was in nowhere, and you got me, and I just want to mm -hmm. say thank you very much. I think that must be the only time you ever said thank you to anybody for anything. Make the connection about that story. Yes. So the John Lawrence, uh, where I first heard that story, mm -hmm. was with John Lawrence. You got another chance. Yes. You know? And you were able to impart that onto Jesse and help with the presidential dabble. That's awesome. John that Lawrence's reach is far. Oh, uh, his influence is incredible. I tell you a story yes. about that brother, boy. I tell you. Was he, how tall was he really? He big. He was I just about 6'1", I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seemed like he seven feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's about 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, he's towering over me. Right. <laughs> and, uh, he must have been about 6'5", maybe. Yeah, I and I was, was, I was small, so I can't even, I can't gauge. Yeah. yeah. I just know it was like that. He was, he was over six feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was he's, I would say, see, I've been with him so many times. I would say he's at least 6'2". Right. Maybe 6'3". At least, at least. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was, he was old towering. Yeah, old I man. think he was, he was taller than me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I'm so glad you did this. I'm yeah, glad God impressed it on you to do. Me too. Me too. I can't wait to share it with my son. Right. I tell you, well, it was. Um, it, it's been a long time coming, but and I thought, Lord, did I blow it? You know, because this is, you know, I I I spoke with him in '84 about this book, and then I spoke with John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. '84. Yeah, it happened right in '84 during his revival. I was telling your dad, I went up to him during the middle of that four-month revival at Bethel, and I said, Ella Lawrence, someone should write a book about your life, because the revival was incredible. What was your first name again? I'm sorry. Sharon. It, Sharon. The, the Rose of Sharon. Yes, the Rose of Sharon. Exactly. <laughs> the, the revival was incredible, and I had never seen anything like it. I said, John Lawrence, someone should write a book about your life. And, and in typical fashion, he said, well, why don't you do it? Mm. And I said, well, River Lawrence, I don't know anything about writing a book. I said, I can write music. And I'm just like I'm saying, I can write music, but I don't know. And I'm, I'm smiling because, you know, this is John Lawrence. Right. And he's very serious. Yes. Going, but I don't know anything about writing a book. He said, well, pray about it and see what the Lord say. Just like that. Mm-hmm. As serious as you can be. As John Lawrence can yeah, be. Yeah, be great. Which is pretty serious. Very. And so uh, I said, okay. Three days later, I got an invitation in the mail to take a home study course to be a writer. Mm. Writer's Digest. <laughs> <laughs> that, to me, was the same thing as that story. That's the answer, like the handwriting on the wall, the hand coming from the wall, yeah. you know, in that Old Testament. And I said, okay, Lord, I will do it. Right. And so I took the home study course, got all A's, and I started writing. Right. And I started writing Amazing. a book. That's right. Because the home, you needed the, that, that study course to become a writer. Right. They give you grammatical ways of approaching it, and yeah. they give you the foundation, and yeah. how to use quotation marks. I do all the grammars of English that yeah. we didn't pay attention to when we were in school. Right. Now, I, as a writer, I have to really use them. I have to know, you know, yeah. where, where this should go, and maybe reverse the sentence. Uh, Oxford Oh, I've been telling you, all of the punctuations, all of the terms uh, that I ignored, I have to now, I had to had to go ahead and study. Isn't that something? And I said, oh, this is interesting. I wish I had paid attention when I was Yeah, they school. were trying to tell me this before. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, writing is something else. It really is. But that home study course, I took it, and um, and all of my papers I sent in to the teacher, she it was good. She said, oh, you got a really gift. You know, Mr. Mix, you got a good gift. And I was just going, okay, it's just, you're just doing saying that because I'm, you know, I am passing your course. I am getting A's, but thank you so much. But my mind was on this book. Right, doing it toward this. Yes, yes, he was preparing for that. And I did, Bethel had a, a newspaper, a little magazine they put out at the time called Foundation. And I would write uh, music articles for that. And I guess that lasted about a year, mm-hmm. not long. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was that was my first real published work with the foundation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember my brother-in-law reading it and go, "Oh wow, man! I read the article in Foundation. I, I said that's my brother-in-law. <laughs> I said, proud, I'm really man. proud of you, man. Yeah. I said, uh, you know, I just wrote what God gave me. Oh, I this, can't wait. I can't wait. And there's yeah. more to come. This interview, right? Like we're talking now. Yeah. Those, 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 those memories of John." I really believe that I'm going to have to put a volume two next to this mm-hmm. and expand it. You know, I, I, I understand why it's done. Mm. Hey, that's my son. Oh, yeah? Hello. How you doing, young man? This good. Oh. Edgar Mix. Edgar Mix. What's your name? Lorenzo Daughtry. Lorenzo Daughtry. Nice to meet you. The pleasure is mine, sir. So you remember we always talk about John Lawrence? Yes. So he has written a book on John Lawrence. Wow. Yeah. 
so we are sitting here reminiscing and talking about his book and I was just expressing how I wanted you to be able to know who John Lawrence was, what he said, and literally be able to hear the power. You have audio recordings. I will have audio recordings on my website. You know, this is really something. I, I've been thinking about it and praying about it. I said, Lord, I got to have this because they, they'll have the book. But they want no, to, re- to, to really understand him. You need to hear him. Yes. Really. Now, I tried to convey that through the book. I tried to use every bit of, uh, of grammatical punctuation to, to put emphasis on his words. But it's nothing like seeing him and hearing him. No, he has he, the DVD yeah, too. Even if you don't see him, to hear him, yes. it'll be just as effective. Yeah, I, I, was, I don't mean to just jump in the conversation. No, no, go ahead. Uh, because I was on the internet looking for stuff. Um, on John Lawrence. Shut I didn't up. find anything. Yeah. Yeah. You were? I was, because he influenced Poppy so much, you gotta know where Ooh. the lineage comes from. Yeah. Well, you know, and so I've heard so many stories and things that it's like, well, Captain, who is this guy? Who is this guy? <laughs> and Nothing there. On the well, there will be now. There will be now. And the book is now on Amazon.com. There's a little video trailer. Uh, if you do YouTube, you can video... No crying loud and spare not. We got a video trailer that the, my publisher put. But uh, tell him, my son, please. T.D. Jakes. Um, all of the preachers of today. These please, guys. Please put. Please. Put What's your first name again? Lorenzo. Lorenzo. None of these guys can. And I. I'm just going to uh, move forward with this because uh, uh, I felt it was necessary to pause there. Okay. These ministers' ability to preach, they, you know, they're fine. They, they, God gave them the what gift. This? But this guy right here, the power, the anointing, when he speaks to you, when he talk, start talking about anything, yeah. even if you've been saved 15 years, when he give an altar call, you say, you know, maybe I don't know what. Let me go back and check again. Case. Let me just go just back Just in case. And many of us, when we were teenagers, we would go up again and again. Just in case. case. Let me, let me because he would convict you so much. The, the Holy Ghost used him so powerfully. And one guy said, I don't know if I told you this, uh, an evangelist. He said, well, oh, Lord, why did you take John Lawrence away from us? You know, there's no one well, else like him. And the, and the Lord told him, he said, well, my servant did, did the work of a hundred men. Mm. Oh, amen. I said, okay. Because, you know, I was okay. on that question. We felt like when he got sick, mm-hmm. in our mind, we were still young, but in our minds, there's no way yeah. that John Lawrence could, because John Lawrence can heal people. Yeah. And he could just lay a hand on somebody and they yeah. healed. I've, yeah. I've seen it in my own church. Yes. So yes, there sir. is no way that John Lawrence can die. Yeah. yeah. So when he died, it was like yeah, it cra- was a crisis, crisis of faith yeah. because, yeah. Yeah. well, how could John Lawrence die? Yeah. yeah. And my, my, we were younger, but, but still, still like a John yeah. Lawrence, I couldn't couldn't add that up. Now you saying that, then that 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 now resolves for me yeah. from being younger. Yeah, he yeah. did the work of a hundred yeah. men. It resolved. It, that yeah, settled, it resolved me. It settled me. I still miss I him. Feel the settlement. Yeah, but it, it settled like it's doing for you after all these years. After all these years, right. yeah, it settled me right away. And he sure did the work of a hundred. He men. certainly did. Maybe more than that. I want my child to hear this man. I want oh him to goodness. hear this man. When I was in, in 1953, February, that's when I given my life to the Lord. And then my mother sent him mm. about that time. Yeah. Wait, how she know him, Daddy? From Union Street. He 
jail. I did about seven months in the county jail uh, because uh, this, the, uh, whatever happened, the courts had taken a vacation. And it, at first, I was going to fight the case. And so they had to wait for the grand jury. That's what the grand jury to come back would be coming back uh, at the in September. And so I was in the county jail all the time. And uh, during that time, he would come periodically and, you know, pray always. Sister Diva, we ready whenever y'all are ready. Right. It, for, I know it's noonday service. Uh -huh. So whenever y'all ready to start, just let okay, us I'll know. I'll let them know. Oh, wait, are they here? I was told they were upstairs. We didn't mean to make nobody go upstairs. Just let them, let them know if they want to come down. We. Uh, okay. Yeah, please, please. Maybe the Lord's doing when they finish just tell them to come down. Just tell them, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh,
is when God seems to contradict himself. Mm. And so to believe when, when, when Job, you know, though he slay me, yet will I trust. Hey! Though I seem to be going contrary to what God that's said. That's for me today. What God oh, I, I believe. And you have no, I, you have no that's idea. That's for me today. That's so what said. Two more years. I went, so I had to do two years and uh, did, I did the state time. But the point is, during that time, John Lawrence and I, John Lawrence and I kept a steady uh, relationship. Yes. Even come to Trenton to see me, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when we came up with this idea of doing a revival. He did a two-week revival yeah. in Trenton. He's wow. Wow. That's right. <laughs> God of another chance. Oh, that's serious. God of another chance. So here, so after I did, after 19, what, 1957. Early part of '57, uh, I went to see the board. The New Jersey legislature passed a law that you could become eligible for parole <coughs> on your minimum sentence. Mm-hmm. I had seven to ten years, right? Yes. So that had a four; it was on the max. Yes. Everything. But now the new law said I was eligible for parole a third of my minimum. Yes. So, by 1957, I was ready to see the parole board. Yes. Now, when I saw the parole board, now here's, here's the point. The parole board said, we will parole you to the feds, right, mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. If they don't come and pick you up, you come back to see us, the parole board, mm-hmm. in two years. So now I'm saying, oh, my Lord, the feds come and pick us up. Them two years look mighty inviting. Yeah. Right? Yes. Two years look, I said, two years. And not only that, the feds are much, much better place. Mm. I know coming back to the parole board two years, they they wouldn't have let me out. Mm. So the feds came and got me. Mm. So I spent 19 months, 18, 19 months, during time in Lewisburg, right? So I was home in 19 months. Whereas if I didn't have the feds, mm-hmm. I would be going back to the parole board in another five months, which would be two years. Yes. Actually, what, three years. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't like to be paroled. Yes. But with the feds, I'm out. Thank you, Lord. working. Yes. Not only that, you had a different caliber prisoner and, and feds in Lewisburg. You mm-hmm. know, you had my math teacher was uh, Lewis uh, Greenberg. You remember the Greengrass, who, who his sister, Ethel Rosenberg, and Jews were yeah. electrocuted. Yeah, 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 yeah. He survived because he's turned mm-hmm. state 70s. He was my better, uh, my math teacher. Is that right? And then my, his uncle, Harry Gold, was also involved. Uh, was my literary teacher. He, he loved books. He, mm-hmm. you know, and I had a better diction teacher. Who was a German spy. So he had these, this this element of prison. Wow. He was getting education. Education. So I went back to school. <laughs> school. And by the way, we man Lorenzo was just at uh, Lewisburg, August August the sixth uh, this year, just last month. Uh, I was released 60 years ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
So coming home, so it taught me a lesson <laughs> to let God work things out. Yes, yes. What appeared to me mm. to be, but, you know, I couldn't Come understand that it seemed that God was pouring salt on the wound. Turned out to be, in fact, bomb and Gilead. Mm. You know I mean, so heard from now, just let God work things yes, out. Yes, yes. Mm. Just be faithful, you know, and do what you have to do. You know, continue to witness, to serve the Lord. Talk to guys. Let's go.